There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Moanings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. to get to the, the start of things this morning because I was getting Spencer ready. Uh, good morning there. So, good morning everybody. You are listening to Mizzy Bender on this Tuesday morning. And uh, I am a lifestyle influencer. We own Mind Bender Parties, which is a swingers alternative lifestyle events company. And I own Mizzy's Boutique, which is a naughty boutique that we travel with. And I do these morning shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays where we go through different topics and talk all sorts of fun lifestyle stuff. So even if it's not the topic that I'm talking about today, feel free to jump in and ask me anything that you want. We are talking about today what you should bring to the club or a hotel takeover when you are packing your bags. But before that, we're going to talk through the weekend, current events, all sorts of stuff, let everybody kind of get situated a little bit and get this morning started. <laughs> Getting Spencer ready. I know. I know. So my sister laughs at me about this all the time. Yes, I get Spencer ready in the morning. Listen, I don't really ever really like to say it, but I guess you consider me like a stay-at-home housewife, which is nothing I ever thought that I would potentially do. However... Yeah, exactly. However, uh, you know, since I, since he gives me, listen, this man gives me a life of luxury, right? I don't, I don't have to do anything, honestly. I choose, you know, to do my boutique uh, as hardcore as I do, but sometimes he's like, why do you go so hard with it? Like, you just don't have to, you know? So he does provide me a world of opportunity of stress-free and just being just like open in myself. So the least I could do is make him his coffee in the morning and pack him a lunch bag and, you know, give him a kiss on the way out. However, I can't kiss him on the way out on Tuesdays and Thursdays anymore because he seems to be running later and later every day. And so I don't walk him to the door anymore. So, yeah, that's what happens in our morning routines. And uh, I'm not ashamed of it. I, I really am not. I'm kind of proud to make him his shit in the morning. Uh, good morning, everybody that's on there. So, okay, thanks for joining the show. Real Life 50 Shades. Uh, listen. Truthfully speaking, it probably really is a real-life Fifty Shades. <laughs> that is probably exactly what it is. Because I'm shady. And fucking freaky as fuck. His red room does not even compare to uh, Christian Gray's red room, which is absurd. Uh, don't forget, we travel with a 20-foot trailer and have an entire house full of merchandise. I don't think I ever saw a fuck machine in the red room, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. But it's definitely in my closet. It is in our closet. Uh, yeah, the lighting isn't really great. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be truthful with everybody. Um, as much as I want to be professional for all of you and do lighting and all that stuff, that's just not my thing, right? I mean, if I ever get to the point where I'm on fucking Good Morning America and I'm on television, put the lighting up, but I'm just Mizzy Bender sitting in my fucking living room and just can't, so we're gonna have to, like, switch with all of this and everything. So, what happened this weekend? 
This past weekend, we took Mizzy's Boutique to the Paradise Club. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. We need to back up to Friday. So Friday night, uh, Holly and Jim came to town. Holly and Jim live in Connecticut. They're our best friends, uh, our best swingers friends, although we do not uh, hook up with them. We do travel to every single event with them. So they came in on Friday night. They arrived around 9 o'clock, and we quickly grabbed our stuff and headed out to this lovely place called Painters. I was shocked by Bye, Bubby. Had the best day. I love you. Um, I was super shocked about the evening that we were about to have. It was really great. I was already in the mood to fucking party it up and just have a really great time anyways on Friday. Because, yeah, it was my Bubby's birthday weekend, so Spencer's <laughs> Spencer's birthday weekend. Yeah, I was, dude, I was celebrating him all week around being silly and all that kind of stuff. I don't care. Uh, so, um, I have to think about it and I'll answer you. So we went to this place called Painters, and I kind of feel bad because they set us in a re- in the restaurant part of the par- bar. Like, it was the restaurant and a bar, right? So they sat us on the restaurant side, and it was like 9.30. And I was like, I don't know about all of you, but I'm not fucking 12, and I'm not sitting in a booth. Like, there's no music. There's nothing going on. We should be going out. Uh, let's at- So I-, I asked if we could sit on the bar side of things. Probably was a poor mistake because the music was a tad bit loud. I was a bit shocked by that, so my bad. However, it did up the night, right? Because then you have the music going, who's got drinks, whatever, who's fucking screaming to try and talk to the other person, whatever. It didn't really matter. Uh, Then we had another set of our friends come, and we met a set of friends there for dinner. So there was a bunch of us. Music was great. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, Shots, Cosmos, all of it, dancing, the whole nine was a really great time. Uh, We didn't play with anybody except ourselves that night. We went home, and we had a really great fucking. I will say that. It was tremendous and totally needed. And actually, I probably need the same uh, tonight as well. So Friday, we don't get home. We didn't get home until probably like two, two thirty a.m., which was a little bit later than we anticipated because we were going to the Paradise Club on Saturday to vent with Mizzy's Boutique. Uh, so Mizzy's Boutique, you know, has all sorts of adult lifestyle toys. We have glass pieces. We have butt plugs that are real foxtails that are interchangeable. So if you wanted to just keep your tail and upgrade your plug, you can. These merchandise, this here is made by myself, uh, which is coming to the boutique for the summer. You know, so all sorts of uh, swag that you could wear at lifestyle events, but then all sorts of swag that you could wear in a vanilla setting, but a little bit more on the sassier side. So it's a great combination of all different things, right? So uh, Tuesday mor- uh, Saturday morning, all four of us, we wake up. And uh, man, I was so impressed with our timing. We were supposed to be out of the house by 10.30. Uh, I finished up my live session here around 10 a.m. and we were out the door by 10.15. Now mind you, this fucking drive to the Paradise Club should take no more than three hours for us. And that's really pushing it with traffic and all sorts of stuff, right? Like really pushing it. Holy fuck. So, hey, hey, hey. So I always say if you don't get out of New York or really Long Island, at the right time, you're going to be completely fucked, and that's exactly what happened to us. So, you know, 
we're driving and when you get to the section on the Long Island Expressway where you can see that it's going to be either the Cross Island or I forget what this other road is and it's backed up you know you're in for some trouble so I already immediately was like okay we'll see how this goes we had to take the Cross Island which was taking us over to the Throgs Neck Bridge uh, the entrance to the Throgneck Bridge was all the way down to fucking Kingdom Come, so I was like, motherfucker. Our ways rerouted us somewhere to Queens. We went through all of Queens. Dude, this fucking ride took us to the middle of Manhattan in Times Square. Like, what in the flying fuck? We finally made it out of New York City in like two hours through the Lincoln Tunnel, which was the weirdest thing we've ever done in our lives, and made it to the Paradise Club. We made it to the Paradise Club at 3 o'clock, which I had a few Melanie meltdowns on the way there with some tears and some things because I felt super unprofessional, right? I was like, we're going to, I'm supposed to be there at 1 o'clock for setup, and now I hear, here I am like two hours late, not even on time, and we have to open up the boutique an hour late, so there were some hiccups. And along the way, I'm asking the universe, like, what is my lesson here? Because clearly the whole weekend couldn't have gone just perfectly, right? There has to be something. Uh, so I was trying to understand what my, you know, output of that was. And I don't know, self-reflection might be. Thank God I wasn't going over the Thargs Neck Bridge when there was traffic. Because I fucking hate sitting on a bridge when there's traffic like that. I'm not entirely sure. But uh, the Paradise Club was awesome. The Paradise Club, they did a Miss Paradise contest. And I really wanted to, and we talked about doing a TikTok live session. However, there was wet t-shirt contests, there were boobies everywhere, and you know, hoo-ha's flying. So it really wasn't an opportunity for me to get it on social media. So we'll have to try and figure out something for the next time. Uh, but the competition is all about female empowerment and feeling really comfortable in your own skin. Uh, you know, body composition, you know, hairstyle, outfit, it doesn't matter because we're all different, right? As long as you can go up and you can stand in front of people and be your super confident, own, bold, female self and not give a flying fuck what anybody thinks about you and you say, here I am, bold and proud, love me as I am, uh, that's what that competition represents. And to watch the ladies there do it was a phenomenal uh, opportunity for me and I know that Spencer and Holly and Jim really enjoyed it too so we were really thankful to be there for that on top of which it was also a fundraiser for suicide awareness so when you think about a club that's providing opportunity for female empowerment you know raising awareness for you know some pretty heavy subjects and stuff like that uh, you know, I say that's a super powerful win and it's a place that you should really visit. So if you haven't gone there, go to theparadiseclub.net and, you know, go check them out and see, you know, what they do. They host events twice a month. We'll be back in July with the boutique. So if you were looking to see us there, uh, July 9th would be when that would be for the Luau and that's another all day event. So, um, yeah, that's that. And then one, oh, two last updates. I was talking with Jim over the weekend about the podcast. So, right, we do the morning show, but then I also have the Mizzy Bender show. And I slack hardcore on the Mizzy Bender show. I'm going to start recording mornings with Mizzy and put it out as the podcast also. So simultaneously broadcasting in both platforms because I have received the feedback that uh, those do like podcasts and those don't really like watching it. So I just wanted to make sure for everybody that does it in both formats, you know exactly what's going on. Uh, the Mizzy Bender Show podcast will leave opportunity for me to actually have my guest spots back and do some adventurous stuff on the road if, you know, opportunity strikes and it all fits and all that. Lastly, June 11th. 
Nodi and Neon, who's coming to party with us because I have less than like three weeks. Well, I'm at like three weeks of a countdown until we get to get our groove on. I can't freaking wait. Um, which is why I want to talk about the things that you should bring to an event when you go to an event. Oh, you're going to be there? Fantastic. I can't wait. Uh, you know, it's like when you get to June, the sun shining, it, the sun shines more. It's just so much more happier. There's just, you could be a little bit less stressed and not feel like you're going to fucking freeze your ass off. Uh, you know, all sorts of things like that. So I'm really looking forward um, to that. So I just want to catch up and see if there's any comments going on here because I've been rambling like a mofo for quite some time. Good morning, June Bug. So another announcements. Uh, for those of you that are following us, we have been nominated for the ASN Awards. Fucking a phenomenal, uh, you know, heartwarming moment. But June Bug is up there for Best DJ. Mizzy's Boutique is up for Best Retailer. So go over there. Paradise Club is up for Best Club. Uh, go and support all of us and vote. Good morning to everybody. Good morning. Um, Miss Possum, we will be at your event on November 6th. So I have just booked with Pour Some Sugar on Me. November 6th, they're going to be having a hotel takeover, and uh, the, the boutique will be vending uh, there. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. So, okay. So for today's subject is what do we pack when we're going to a club? Some people uh, don't really think of some of the things, you know, that they should think of. And so I figured collaboratively you can share some of the things that you bring and I'll start spewing off all the things that I do uh, to prepare for an event, like a nighttime event, but then also a hotel takeover because I actually prep for them both a little bit differently, uh, pretty similarly, but, you know, the hotel takeovers, we get a little bit more in depth on some of the things that we do. Um, and no, we don't pack mace. Although I do own mace, uh, I only take that when I go on my walks. <laughs> so, um, first things first. Before I even get into really any kind of packing, I check my backpack, and I have this backpack that I that I created for myself, and I take my backpack everywhere. Um, and really, has I take it with me just like on day trip. I take it everywhere, really, because you never know when you're gonna need it. But in my front pouch, in my front pouch, I have easy access at all times. And I make sure that I update this and I check the status of it. Uh, and I have to replenish it since our last trip and before we go out again um, because I'm missing one thing from it. So I have this little pouch here. Uh, if you don't know, I am a brand ambassador for Naughty Indulgence, which is who has uh, the butt plugs uh, through our boutique. Um, and they have this great little pouch that uh, some of their their goods come in so I was like oh this is the most ideal size and I do have them if you're interested in any of them right but in this little pouch is a little lube packet sometimes I have uh, we really really prefer silicone based um, the fuck is it now I can't um, it's so silly I use it every single day whatever I can't think of it but whatever uh, the silicone-based one, Swiss Navy, <laughs> Duh, that's so silly. Uh, so we really like that one. It just slides and glides so nicely. It feels really great on your skin. Uh, I don't really mind when the lube goes all over my body because then it is a little bit more sensual and you have like more massage going on when you have the, the silicone lube happening. Uh, I find with the water base, it gets very grippy and I don't really like the way that that feels in my vagina. That is not what I'm looking for if last resort 
yeah, I'll use it, but not a preferred method. So, um, and the spunk lube is actually a little bit different too because this actually really looks like cum. I don't know if any of you have actually used spunk lube before. They are another one of our sponsors for our event. So you'll see spunk lube everywhere at our event. So if you haven't had the opportunity to try it, you would at uh, my Men Parties events. Next in here is condom. Now usually I have, um, so we have these carry cases, uh, Again, one one condoms is one of our sponsors. So they send us a tremendous amount, a tremendous amount of condoms. Probably mostly everybody in the lifestyle is familiar with them because I think that they support a lot of uh, lifestylers. But um, they for um, for groups uh, such as ourselves, uh, event hosts and stuff like that, they do some really really nice branded merchandise. So we have these condom cases and they're metal cases. And within the metal cases fits about three condoms. And they're the perfect size to fit into your pocket. Uh, so you don't lose the condom. Sometimes, you know, this condom can slip out of your back pocket or however, you know, because it's a little slippery, whatever. With the carry case, it's a little bit more sturdy. It's not that bulky. It's like, you know, a little bit slender. So it's a really great thing. So I usually have that in this pouch too with the condoms. But like I said, uh, I have to replenish since the last time. And then... Uh, I don't know about you ladies, but I, oh, my battery's dead on it, but I usually have a 10-speed mini vibrator on here. Um, I must have left it on while, yeah, I have to change my battery. I'm glad that I checked my little pack now so I can regroup. But this is always in my bag, so if the gentleman isn't prepared with a condom, then at least I'm prepared uh, and have everything that I know that I'm going to need to get the party started. Uh, also in the front of my backpack is hand sanitizer because I'm sorry sometimes you can go through and like the tables are sticky or you touch something and you just feel a little bit like icky and you know the, the bathrooms can get kind of congested so you know I just like to do a little hand sanitizer and done and done and then of course I have my edibles and gum in there so I can always grab uh, you know a little candy I currently have my runts edibles in there and uh, you know some gum so that's always in the backpack, front pouch, no matter where we go or what we're doing. When we are going to be packing for our weekend, say we're going to Rhode Island, uh, in my backpack, in my backpack, not even in my bag that gets packed in the thing, I take my wand. <laughs> I have a cordless wand and a corded wand. So the corded wand goes in my bag and the cordless one goes in my backpack. Why do I need two wands with me? Who knows? You never know when you're gonna need to share. But uh, I love the wand, so I don't wanna really be where, uh, you know, be without it. And of course, because I make content, you never know when I'm gonna whip it out or where we are and when I'll have the opportunity to make some content. Uh, and so I do it. You know, those that travel in the car with us have to know that I could be getting naked at any point in time and be, <laughs> can be doing something, who the fuck knows what. Uh, so I always carry that with me. So the, for those of you that are that are on this morning, uh, share some of the things that you are packing. I'm just going to go to Facebook and check out some of these comments and stuff and see uh, what we have going on here because I've missed some stuff. Good morning to you. Thank you so much for joining. Definitely give a follow and stay tuned for Tuesdays and Thursday mornings when we do this. Um, 
It was a pleasure seeing you. Oh my God, it was absolutely wonderful. And I was dancing my bum off the entire Saturday night. Uh, my watch was super happy with me this weekend with the amount of steps and exercise that I got in. Uh, was fantastic. My booty was fucking grooving all of the time. Absolutely the best. Now, um, some of the other things I always have in my backpack, I always have a pair of leggings and I always have like a light kind of pull jacket. Although I do travel with my blanket everywhere we go because uh, you never know when we're going to be cold and I have no shame bringing that shit into a restaurant or anything. I really don't <laughs> because you just don't know. And truthfully, when we, when we travel for an event weekend, uh, I wear a lot less clothing than when, you know, like if I'm going to go out for dinner on a Friday night here in New York, I, listen, I, I, I dress a little bit risky, but I don't dress so unbelievably out of touch for where we're going to be. When we're traveling, I don't give a flying fuck what I wear because I'm not in my state. I'm not away from home. I'm on vacation per se. Uh, you know, I'm in my lifestyle element, so I wear probably, you know, less uh, amount of clothes. So I always want to make sure I have something that's going to make me a little bit more warm if necessary. I do always bring a pair of sneakers because ladies, our feet freaking hurt so much after a short period of time. And I've gone through, I have like time periods, right? So our events start at 9 p.m. So from like 9 to 11, I'm gauging. I'm like, okay, depending on what my shoes are, if my shoes are absolutely the worst, and sometimes I catch myself off guard on how bad the heels are gonna hurt me, I make it to like 11.30, 10.30 maybe, 10.30 and I'm like, fuck, this is no good. So I transition into another pair because I really don't like to change into like my comfortable sexy. I call it my sporty sexy. So I have like my event sexy that I put my outfit on and then I call it, I transition to my sporty sexy. When I go to Sporty Sexy, I really don't want to do that until about midnight, right? Because midnight is when we close the boutique down, I'm no longer working, and I can put my party pants on or take my party pants off, however you want to look at it, and uh, just dance the night away. What I can do, and I promise this to Spencer, is I will never dance in the clubs with my shoes off because he knows that I want to take my shoes off everywhere we go, and I'd rather be barefoot he can't tolerate that. And I understand. And truthfully, the club floors are disgusting. You know, you're sticking to it. There's drinks spilled everywhere. There's fucking straws stuck in it. Who else knows what's going on? So yeah, I agree. Not a good thing. Plus, um, there are some places that, you know, still serve alcohol in glass cups. If somebody happens to drop a cup, they're not really cleaning the floors that well. So that's one thing to keep in mind as well. Um, so yeah, that's why he doesn't really want me to be barefoot, and I, I get that. So I've transitioned to like these, um, like these like sassy wedges. I really like these wedge sneakers because I feel like it provides uh, a in between heelish type thing and you know sneakers, and it does the fairest trick. So I always have them in my backpack. Also, um, next thing, wipes. I think that we talked about this uh, one of the last shows. But somebody, somebody took a note of it, so I wanted to make sure to do it. Always have wipes in your bag. Listen, we're going to lifestyle events, right? We're going to events where we potentially want to fuck people. Whether you're getting a blowy or you are going to go on full-on fucking swap, like chain, you know, clean your junk up. Men, women, both. Nobody wants sweaty smelling balls and nobody wants like gross smelling hoo-hahs, right? So we should really be trying to keep ourselves fresh 
whether it's like those freshening wipes or it's just regular baby wipes. I mean, we use baby wipes for everything. I take them with me because I can clean my face off. I can take my makeup off. I can I can do all sorts of stuff with, I could clean with the baby, you know, like they're very multi-purpose for us. Uh, ever peg someone so no I have never pegged someone that is not my gig but our girlfriend miss lady uh, she is a dominatrix and she owns LWP which is ladies wicked playground and that happens to be one of her favorite things to do she's very passionate about it so uh, I could connect you with someone who could do that summer's eve wipes yeah I knew that they had specific wipes for it however um, I just happen to use like a regular baby wipe or whatever um, I also always have Fireball. I don't know how many of you really like Fireball. I know some people think it's like antifreeze and then some people love it. Like we're kind of like, what happened to my computer? Oh, my good. I guess because I haven't touched my computer screen, it went quiet on me. Um, I don't know how many people love Fireball, but I love it. I can drink, you know, I haven't gotten sick off of it yet. So knock on wood, that's that's beverage of choice. And you know, it's a little cinnamon, so it's, it's not terrible. Um, but I always have those little baby bottles in there. And for me, that's actually two shots, which is kind of funny. We measured it out on Saturday night and it is actually only one shot within the bottle. Uh, but for me, as I've said, I really kind of try and uh, maintain my alcohol levels. And uh, the, the Cosmos, Cosmos are pretty hefty on their alcohol, I feel like. This shirt went really far down, but um, what's it called? So the Cosmos, like if I have like two Cosmos, I'm in really great shape. If I, if I go past two Cosmos, I'm going to be in really, really bad shape <laughs> the next day from a headache standpoint. They give me really bad headaches the next day, uh, but they do the trick just well enough that I need. But so when I'm drinking the Cosmos, I, you know, I, we'll have like a shot here or there. Although Spencer said we drank a great deal on Saturday and that could be true. However, it was an all day event. It started at three o'clock. So if we were shotting all day, uh, that really wasn't terrible, right? Good morning. Uh, thank you all for the follow on there. If you're enjoying the show, tap that screen, give me some hearts and share out the video because it really helps with uh, the algorithms and just really helps with my visibility on uh, TikTok. And I will say the same thing for you guys on Facebook. Share my share this video out to uh, you know your most favorite lifestyle groups. Get the awareness out there. You know, uh, the more the merrier. The more contributions, the better. Uh, and also on Facebook, if you are listening in a private page, you have to know I won't see your comments, and I actually won't even know that this is posted in there. You do have to come over to Mizzy Bender's main page and comment in there. If you want to keep yourself confidential and not contribute in a main platform, please feel free to send me a private message or email me at mizzybender at outlook.com and I'd be more than happy to talk through uh, you know, your thoughts or anything of the sorts. I might even make it into a morning show depending on what it is. Uh, you never know. So uh, I just wanted to make sure. So swingers, lifestyle, kink. BDSM, I'm super alternative, right? So I don't even really classify myself in just the swingers because we're poly, we have a girlfriend. I do really love uh, a lot of kinky shit uh, into BDSM. Uh, also, you know, our swingers lifestyle is, uh, you know, different. You know, we all participate in it differently. So I can't really necessarily say that we're the ones that are going to the club every weekend. We're looking for more longer term partners where we can get an established relationship with, where we can have some really down and dirty, uh, in you know, good sessions. 
who is your daddy and what does he do? Uh, do you face it? I do all sorts of, listen, I do everything. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that's a hard no for me. And, uh, it, I mean, there's, there's very little stuff that's a hard no for me. I don't know if I, if I said it the right way, but I, I'm into and open to all sorts of different sexual experiences. Oh, uh, good morning there. How are you, Frankie? I hope that you guys are doing good. So, Next, in my bag, I do always have like some makeup freshener uppers, although for the gentleman, I'm sure that doesn't really apply to you. Uh, but, you know, having some spray and some, you know, just things to kind of tidy up the stuff. And so I kind of like do a little touch base again. I at like, I get there at 9, around like 10, 30, 11 o'clock, I'll do a check. And then at 12, I'll do the ultimate like switch over. What I look like after 12 p.m., don't fucking judge me, okay? That's when the clothes come off, the hair's a wild mess. I've been sweating like crazy because, you know, then we, then we become the hype girls and we're up on the, the, the stage, you know, dancing like, uh, you know, who knows. It depends on really what the song is that goes on, uh, but it could be um, some really great. I really love, ladies, if you're listening, what I really love is when you get up on that stage and your bum is there and I could just go underneath you and just jiggle your bum in my face. Uh, yes, I do love that. I do ask permission first before I do it, but those are my favorite moments. Uh, you know, and that's when things get like a little bit hot and heavy and it's just so wonderful. What happens if someone falls in love with you? I don't think anyone's falling in love with me, um, honestly. I will say, you know, if, if we're in a relationship that things have like developed that far, okay, so our girlfriends, I can kind of go back on this, right? So Miss Lady. Now, Miss Lady is somebody that Spencer, my partner, has known forever, you know, seven, 10 years, something like that, uh, well before I came into, his pic into the picture. Miss Lady is a lesbian, okay? She is all women. That is, everybody needs to know that. Miss Lady is a lesbian, but she just has a special connection with Spencer, my partner. So for the guys out there that think that you're going to fuck her, you're not going to, but she does take sessions with them and she thoroughly enjoys, uh, you know, different energy exchanges when she's in her dominatrix role. So with that being said, they've always had a really great business relationship, right? Um, he first introduced me to her while she was at Exotica. She was their main uh, main dungeon runner for uh, quite some time. So he would take me to Exotica. That was the first time that she put me on, the first time I ever met her, she put me on the St. Andrew's Cross. Now this was the first time I ever knew the St. Andrew's Cross existed, that sensory place such as this existed, uh, all sorts of different things. So I was really, intrigued right plus I also was really intrigued by the feelings that I was getting by having her administer you know these things that I've never experienced before so I had a lot of different things going on in this moment now I also want to share you know we were at Exotica so I was wearing jeans I was wearing sneakers I was wearing a crop top so it was it, I wasn't even wearing the normal attire that I would be wearing when her and I would do a scene now right so um, very casually, uh, you know, but she did use a lot of floggers. She used a lot of different sharp. She went from flogging to sharp to, you know, all sorts of different textures and whatnot. Not, I can't say, I mean, I did not, I, I didn't like her at that time. No, I liked her as a person, right? I liked her as just like a normal human, not 
I just would interact with. Not that I had some sort of emotional love, kind of like, oh my gosh, uh, feelings for her at this point in time. She was married. She had different things. I almost uh, was like in awe of her. I almost was very, um, I just was so impressed, right? You have this gorgeous female. She's tall, stunning, gorgeous long hair. You know, she wears dark lips. Sometimes when she's doing her thing, she's in her red lips, uh, which is really more of her kind of staple thing. And um, like, I just was so impressed by this powerful female who was so in tune with her sexuality and doing all these things. And I was just like, oh my God. And her and Spencer's chemistry was remarkable. And so that was like year one. And in between year one and year two, I never even saw her. Year two, we went back to Exotica. Some of her life circumstances changed a little bit. Uh, you know, her and Spencer started to chat a little bit more from a business standpoint on potentially bringing in, uh, you know, a, the dungeon, the bring in the dungeon into Mindbender parties. But then also, um, you know, trying to figure figure out whether or not we can bring Mindbender parties events to LWP. There were a lot of different things going on. And then what ended up happening, it was, uh, I guess, it must have been 2020. It was. It was 2020. It was pandemic year. So October pandemic year, we were still hosting in Pennsylvania because Pennsylvania was green territory and they were open, unlike New York, uh, with all the shutdowns and everything. So we were still able to host at Party at Scouts, which we no longer do. Um, and then we were also going to be uh, hosting at uh, LWP. This October was the most awful October ever. You know from a stand, you know, weather standpoint, October's hit or miss, right? Oh, fuck, I forgot my, I had my coffee. October is a hit or miss stand, uh, from a weather standpoint. On Halloween, it could be absolutely gorgeous and you could be just like, you know, chilling as if it's like a great September day. Or it could be cold as fuck. Well, it was cold as fuck this particular <laughs> Halloween. Uh, it was rainy. It was really cold. It was just disgusting. And we did have to still have all of the events outdoors, but we have a lot of circus tents. So we built an outdoor environment with, the, with, with our giant tents and created a really great ambiance. It was fantastic. However, the night was a huge flop because it rained so much and it was so cold. However, that was the turning point on Lady and I's intimate relationship. Uh, that was the night that we started to have discussions about actually having um, a private a private interaction with one another. Up until that point, uh, Lady always just bottomed me on the cross. She always, you know, I always was kind of like in her submissive state and she would just bottom me and, you know, um, and, and that's what we would do. But on this particular night, she had asked if I would be open to uh, going into a play scene with her inside, you know, in there was a particular room that she really wanted that had um, uh, where you can like hang from. I, I can't think of the word right now, but um, so she was like, I would really love, you know, to take you into the room. It would not be for Spencer to play with us, nor would it be for her current partner. They would watch and, you know, her and I would just do our thing. So this is what the conversation was, and this is what the setup was, and there was a great, you know, great deal of conversation. So this was the turning point to, like, you know, now at this moment in time, I, I will be honest and I will say, you know, when she puts me on the cross, I get a very 
uh, there is an exhilarating, very intense uh, chemistry between the two of us. Now, she can really exchange energy with anybody, and when she really gets into her her role and she really gets into what she's doing and she's really just like in her groove the things that you can feel and you know and sometimes I didn't even realize that I would enjoy impact play as much as I did I didn't I didn't really realize it you know and she would take my bodies to levels that you know I would not even understand that we're going to at that moment in time you know I'm not a fan of having bruising and marks left on my body simply because I do do a lot of content creation and I just don't want to be marked up and I don't photo edit not one of my pictures that I put up is edited in any kind of way there may be a time where I filter it just because the lighting is strange and maybe I might put like a sepia or I might go black and white but I am not I'm not airbrushing my, I, I don't, none of that stuff. So for me, it's really difficult. Like I'm struggling right now because I fucking burned my belly. You see this? How ridiculous this is right here. <laughs> here. I was trying to make us, I was making us freaking Cheerio treats instead of like Rice Krispie treats. I was making the Cheerio treats and so I don't know what I did. Somehow I took the whole pot right from the freaking stove, right that burner, whoosh, right on the belly. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> that was not great. So yeah, so I don't I don't really particularly care for for the markings or anything. But there were some times after a scene of ours is over, Spencer's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" I was like, "What? What happened? What?" And then I looked down and I'm like, "Oh boy, well this is gonna take some time to go to go away." But it's just such a pleasurable in the moment, and it's just her and I just have something really, really greatly intense. But that just goes to show that it was you know two years before. Uh, you know, her and I uh, really got to know each other to two years now in the making where even our relationship now is still in a development, right? Because with us being poly, it is, it's challenging for a few reasons. She is in a committed relationship with somebody that is not poly. So she has her own dynamics and boundaries that she's working on from that standpoint. And then Spencer and I, our relationship with her is very different, right? Because mine and hers relationship is the more sexual. Yes, they have some engagements, but not as far and in depth of a sexual engagement than her and I have, right? And so it's very different. So there's a lot of communication that has to go on. There's a lot of realignment that has to go on. Um, and so we, that is one of the reasons why, you know, I know I was talking about uh, the, what we are and being a swinger and all these different things but this is a long 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 explanation of it um but it, so it takes some time for me personally to find people that we're going to swing with right there it takes time for me to find people that like I want to have some super sexual energy exchanges with I listen I really love to fuck and I really love to have sexual engagement all around but it's with people that are really going to, you know, spark something. Like, I don't want to just go and get bent over the bed and, you know, get your Pepe put in me or something like that. Like, that's just not what I'm looking for, right? I'm looking for a little bit more aggressive. You have to be a little bit more mm, to want to play with me because, you know, I could go and I can have vanilla, you know, interactions with my partner and it'd be just fine. Uh, but he and I, that's not our style, right? When we had our long-term play partner from uh, our guy standpoint, he he's like a sadist. He, he's, he's definitely m much more 
much more dark than Spencer. And Spencer won't even go to some of the darker places that this gentleman would take me to simply because it's just not something that Spencer's into. Uh, he does do certain things, you know, to a certain level. But then, you know, we have, you know, he, our other partner, he would take me to other levels. Now, Spencer enjoyed watching that because he enjoys watching me be pleasured in such a way. Uh, but the point of the story is, is that this, gen this gentleman had to bring something a little bit more aggressive to the table, right? He had to bring something that was going to balance it. His chemistry has to be almost as imbalanced as Spencer's play style, right? Because you can't have two humans that are going to try and fuck you that are not going to be on the same page. These two work really well on, you know, treating me like a rag doll, which is something that I, you know, really enjoy. So when they get into their, you know, flow together uh, against me, it works really well. So, and it's the same thing with Miss Lady. Miss Lady is a really fucked up human uh, from a sexual standpoint, and she really does like some really aggressive uh, type thing. So between the two of them, uh, you know, they put me in some places that are remarkable, right? So those are the play qualities that I'm looking for when I'm looking for a play partner. It can't just be, you know, a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, because that's not what I'm interested in. Uh, the poly relationship, uh, Ginger, is that what you're asking? Um, oh, yeah, the suspension ring bar. That's exactly what I was thinking. Duh. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, so Ryan says, 1,800 coconut tequila, 96 plus ounces of water, couple snack bags of chips and cookies, a spare shirt. Oh, the energy drinks. Yes, you know, I used to have the energy drinks. I always used to pack one of them in there. Um, and one of the last shows, I had drank in a little bit. Although the, the music was really intense, I had it all on panic attack. So I, I don't bring the energy drinks anymore, but that's a good one. Uh, you bring one or two cordless Hitachis also. Well, that makes me feel so much better about having two of mine. Oh, uh, I don't know how to say the word. Wartenberg wheel, is that true? If that's the one that is the spirally reel and you zoom it over your body. Uh, I do really love that also. I really love electro stim. I really love that. Now, granted, it has to be at the right sexual uh, site, the right sexual enhancement, uh, heightened alert maybe like you can't just go right in right now like right out of the gate and just run the wheel over me or zap me right you have to work me up to the point where I'm like really really uh you know I don't know maybe horny or something I don't even know what it is uh so what else does he do uh glass dildo oh yeah we always have glass pieces we always have glass pieces we always have the uh Benoit balls with uh the ben Benoit balls uh with us blindfolds a fuck all you bring the fuck all with you the fuck all that thing's like a crazy machine and i'm sorry the only way that we can use that because we do have one too like our suspensor so uses it on me but the person that we're using it with like i have to kind of lay on and they have to kind of like hold me down a little bit because i think it's fucking wild and i feel like it's in, it's intense um i wouldn't bring bot blindfolds simply because I like to see everything that's going on. That's usually a really hard no for me. Uh, Miss Lady loves the whole blindfolding thing. So normally I'll give her like one or two seconds and I'm like, okay, he, he got to take it off of me now. Spencer seems to really enjoy blindfolding also. I think the only time I would probably ever go with a blindfold is during a gangbang, uh, just because I feel like that's some of the purpose of it. But wrist cuffs. 
uh, ankle cuffs, handcuffs. Wrist cuffs and ankle cuffs are something that we have on the bed at all times. We don't bring them with us to events. Um, a carabiner clips. What are those, may I ask? Uh, zip ties, mouthwash. Mouthwash is a good one if you're not bringing gum with you. Hand sanitizer, toy cleaner, massage oil, a feather duster, a tickle toy, wood paddle, a rubber paddle. Do you pack a fucking toolbox? What do you... This is not in a backpack. Um, on a, a standard Saturday night, hotel parties require more restraints and stuff, plus some more clothes. Yeah, well, when we go to the hotel takeovers, we pretty much bring... We bring a, an assortment of toys. Uh, but we also bring... Like, I... You know, this is like now not in a sexual way, but for the hotel takeovers, I've seen people bring like crock pots and they bring all sorts of crazy food setups and things like that. We usually go to like Walmart and get some of those roasted chickens and just eat them throughout the weekend because you could eat it like hot, cold. It doesn't really matter. Uh, oh, Ginger, you're so silly. I'm just catching up on some of these things. Okay. Um, so I think you're one of the most powerfully submissive, beautiful women I've ever... Oh, that is such a nice, you're so wonderful. I, you know, and so that's so funny because like I am very submissive, right? Sometimes Spencer's like, why do you say that? He's like, um, he's like, you're not really submissive. I said, but wait, we have to talk about like the different time frames and what's going on, right? When Lady and I are together uh, in the club scene or hotel takeover and we're doing some sort of scene, on the cross or we have done something in the swing before the bench like we have had different you know setups whenever we're doing something like this I'm always going to be submissive to her let's let's be really straightforward here everyone right she her job it every day she eat breathes sleeps being a dominatrix right when we're going out and we're at our events whether it's somewhere that we're at an event just visiting whether she's the educator and I'm the vendor, whether it's a Mindbender Parties event and we're doing our collaborative thing together, she's always a dominatrix, right? That is what she is doing while we're out. It would be extremely, extremely hurtful, not, not to, in my own, my own thoughts, to not be submissive to her in those ways. I feel like you know, that's what she's there for. This is what she loves. This is what she enjoys, right? And when we're out at the club, you know, this is what she's doing and this is where her energy is flowing. So yes, you know what, mama, I am going to submit to you and you can fucking take me however you want to and we are going to be good. But when we are in the bedroom, yes, it starts out with her in a dominating way, but it slowly transitions and, tra and, and changes and shifts into different things, right? And so for that... It's, it's a very beautiful power exchange in, in that tune. And um, in, a sexual ex in, in a sexual way with both men, uh, no, with just, just men, I will always be submissive. Maybe I might take charge and kind of, you know, take some actions and do some things. But really when it comes down to it and we're really in a session and like we're really doing our thing, I am sure shit very submissive. Um, with women though, I rather be so I rather be the top with most women. There's a lady's the only one that I have not that I'm I'm a bottom on. Uh, aside from that, I always top with all the women, uh, which is, is so so it's an interesting you know role re re reversal, um, and it's great right because it allows me to tap into all of my different sexual energies, what I need because I need things at different times right like. 
you don't always need a hardcore fuck. Okay, sometimes after we've hardcore fucked for five days, maybe that sixth day I need something a little bit softer. And you know what? Just just kind of like soothe me a little bit. Probably because my body's a little bit broken at that point in time, a little bit overwhelmed. There's a lot of different things going on. And so, yes, I do go through some things. But your public story on Snapchat is awesome. Oh, why, thank you. That's the very nicest thing to say. Yeah, if anybody wants to follow me, you can follow Mizzy Bender on all social media platforms. So the carabiner clips are like climbing rings that I can clip things together. Uh, it's in a tool bag and a backpack, stuff that fits in the lockers of the club. I did forget the body contact rod. Oh, the violet wand. Oh, and the butt plugs. Yeah, the violet wand. Sometimes we take it with us. Sometimes we don't. I do really like, uh, we do a lot of times carry the nipple, um, I don't know, you, we have the ones where you put it on here and you turn, you turn, you turn. For me, I need to put it on there, turn, turn, breathe into it, rub a little bit, relax into it, feel it for a second, and then wind it more. And then do the process all over again. Sometimes it gets to the point where it's like, wow, <laughs> this is a really, um, really just, whew, um, so Ginger says to be a true submissive woman, you have to be powerful. You know how much I love you? Like, so very much. I really do. Um, you are, but you're the same way though. You are fucking a hardcore beast, like for real. Um, you don't need dick 24 seven. No, we don't need, no. And that's the thing. Like, that's not what I'm looking for. You know, like what, and so somebody was asking me about falling in love. That's what it was on why I was explaining all this with Miss Lady. Uh, so it's taken four years for her to get to the point, like, because I do love her, right? And I will always love her in a very special way. She's our girlfriend. It's very different. It's complicated. There's a lot of different levels and a lot of learnings and growth and stuff like that. But I do really love her. Um, our guy friend. I did not love him. Right, I wasn't in love with him, nor was he in love with me. Did we really enjoy each other's company? Did we enjoy the things that we brought to each other? A hundred percent. Did the relationship evolve some where I was like, okay, this is no longer just a fucking thing. This is like, you now have to come over at least once a week for like a vanilla hangout. Uh, you know, because we were fucking so much at that point in time that it was pretty much like, listen, we need to now find a balance here because it was, it was developing some. So now are you coming part of a triad? Like, what kind of composition are we talking here? We were talking about me potentially just going to his house and having independent play. There were a lot of different scenarios that were in talks, but that was over a year and a half period of time, right? So as time goes on and different play partners are in the picture, Different boundaries, different boundaries happen. Your thoughts change, you know, compositions change. That's why realignment is so far important. Oh, the clover nipple clamps. I put those, oh, okay. So if the clover nipple clamps are the metal ones that have like the bars. So we have a set of metal ones there. It's round and uh, the, you could do four, four, four posts and push it, push it in, push it in. However, uh, they're really heavy for my nippies and it doesn't really work. So we have like these plastic ones uh, that, uh, it, they're like, they're large out, you know. Uh, play is good. Thank you so much for the balloons. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much, you guys. Yeah, tap my screen and give me some sugar because, uh, yes, I love you. Yes, thank you so much for that. That's the greatest thing ever. Oh my God, I never even saw that before. Um, so, okay, back to it. 
we get off on like such crazy tangents and it's 823 but that's such such great conversation this morning um okay so on the weekend takeovers the weekend takeovers are a little bit different uh i usually pack a lot of a lot of undies a lot of sports bras and a lot of thigh high socks and on the like morning hours and it's not event time this is the wardrobe that you'll pretty much find me in i really really love my thigh high socks i really love my arm wraps or whatever it's my way of being able to wear a most amount of clothes but a least amount of clothes as possible uh because you know who wants to be dressed at a lifestyle event and at the hotel takeovers I like to change a million times because it's like a fashion show. I get all, I get a ton of content in there. You know, I'll be running around and, uh, you know, during the day at the hotel takeovers, generally, a lot of people are kind of like chilling still and they're a little bit mellow on Saturday because they went super hard on Friday night. What I tend to find, and it's super funny for, for the hotel takeovers, although people are traveling in on Fridays, they tend to still go super hard Friday night. So they're so blasted for Saturday uh, that they're having a really rough go trying to get to the night event or, you know, Saturday during the day is just very chill, low key. So in those moments, like I'll be running around the hotel, like where's the playroom, where's the stripper pole, where's like the photo booth area. And I'm just like snapping away, like, you know, doing all sorts of weird shit like all around. So I always make sure to take like a ton of different outfits with me. I also bring a ton of different hats because the weather does shift some. Listen, nobody likes their fucking, you know, hair blowing everywhere or if the wind is coming or, you know, if a rain spell comes through that you're not really expecting. You know, small little things, but we always have like cheese and crackers. We always go to the store, we get the cheese and crackers, we get like peanut butter and crackers, some applesauce. There are select few things that we always have around um, just to get like the sugar levels back up or to make sure that you're, you know, still like eating some. We try and bring a lot of fruit with us. We still try and eat as best as we can as we would um you know on a on a regular night for so for the hotel takeovers it's so much easier uh to do that i'll usually make my oatmeal energy balls which is like oatmeal peanut butter flaxseed because it's like a good you know you wake up in the morning and you need something or it's like the middle of the day and you need something a little bit hearty drugs don't help drugs and alcohol don't help at all so that's like one of the other things too i find that people go super hard on the drugs for the hotel takeovers and they'll be blitzed out of their face from the second that they get there on friday until you know they have to leave on sunday and listen that's no hate to anybody listen because i partake in my my fair fair share of drugs too you know like I mean, I'm not a drug addict, but every now and then, you know, I'll dabble. Uh, we have these like little mushroom chocolates. Now, granted, I eat like a quarter of the quarter. I think it's like a triangle piece and I eat a half of the triangle. So I don't even know that it really does anything. But, you know, every now and then, you know, I'll take a little ecstasy. Uh, not too often. Most times it's generally when Spencer and I are at our own house doing our own our own thing but that's like far few in between but i smoke a tremendous amount of marijuana uh i mean i eat edibles all day long and i'll smoke all day long if i want to uh, if i could um but that dehydrates me a ton smoking so on top of the amount of alcohol and and what so i was just talking about this because i generally drink 
almost a gallon of water a day. Um, and when you are so used to drinking almost a gallon of water a day, it becomes very difficult when you don't drink that much water. So on travel weekends, I don't hardly drink any, any water because we're in the car for so long, uh, you know, and then truthfully, we're in the car for so long and then the drinking starts, right? You're on, I, I have my, and I do drink a small amount of water, but not as much as I normally would. So for example, this past weekend, like yesterday, I was down for the count on Monday. Friday night we went out and it was you know an exhausting weekend and it was pretty much like being at a hotel take it was like pretty much being at a lifestyle weekend takeover because you know we were with our friends we were partying all night Friday we had to do the mad dash like literally Saturday to another event did the same thing all day long and then Sunday was Spencer's birthday so we were still drinking and you know kind of partying it up on on Sunday so like yesterday I really had to take a minute and kind of just like regroup try and get my water intake and when you get dehydrated you really feel shitty like you get foggy you feel just like that like you don't want to do anything like it's just gross right and so adding drugs onto it you know I find like if you roll you better be taking you better be drinking a lot of water you better be drink you know getting your water intake up beforehand or you know during and after I don't have any experience with any other drugs so I can't really say but I'm sure it's the same for all of it um, okay so I missed some stuff here um, you have those wrapped up yeah I do um, Instagram um, okay so Instagram live I have been for some reason banned from going on Instagram live I got some sort of community standards hit I don't know what it is so I'm trying to get my account back in, in, in standing so I can do that um, I don't know. Thirsty much? I don't think I'm thirsty much. No. You thirsty much for coming on here and asking me? I think so, sir. Okay, so it's 8.29 and uh, the morning show is kind of coming for coming to an end. It was a light subject today because it was the weekend and uh, I just was not into a super hardcore um, thought this morning. So... Thursday. Stay tuned. We're going to get into some meteor subjects. Um, I have some community questions submitted from some community members. Today we have two of them. The first one is about addiction and sobriety within the lifestyle. They wanted to know how others interact with those in sobriety, those that might need to go into a rehab. Uh, there's a lot of different aspects to the question, which recognizing and realizing this is a very sensitive subject uh, so Thursday is going to be a very delicate conversation around addiction around sobriety and around all these kind of you know I guess some of the drug and alcohol use that we were just discussing uh, is going to be more in depth on Thursday so I'm, I'm really hoping uh, the conversations go really well within the private group because that's where the thread is posted and I will take the engagement and the conversation from that thread bringing it to the morning show uh, for us to really get uh, some full perspective on what we think about it because I do have some solid thoughts uh, and they're probably going to be a little bit controversial, but um, you know, hey, this is what the show is for, and I'm 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 all for it. The next part, and I don't know that we'll next uh, we'll get it to we'll get to it on Thursday. But somebody was asking if we can discuss whether or not there are some things that you do with your play partner that you will not do with your actual partner. For example, will you only have anal with a play partner versus your own partner? Uh, will you only kiss 
your partner and not kiss your play partners. Uh, things such as this are what we're going to be discussing. So that will either be, uh, you know, segment two on Thursday or go into Tuesday. So these are the conversations that are coming up. Uh, if you want to hear something specific, email me at mizzybender at outlook.com uh, or, you know, follow all my socials, which is mizzybender uh, everywhere. So until next time, you guys, I'll talk to you super soon. Ah!